with Counselor Mandy Bird. Here, you'll learn practical tools for navigating your losses and hear inspiring real-life stories from courageous people who have moved through their losses and found hope, their own authenticity, and how to give back to the world. And now, your host, Counselor Mandy. Welcome to Finding Hope. I am your host, Counselor Mandy Bird. I'm so happy you guys are joining us today and i'm really thrilled what we're going to be speaking about we're going to be talking about steps four and five of um the steps towards grief and hope that i had the privilege to co-create with my dear friend and colleague chris saadi and today to discuss those steps with me i have my my dear precious friend and soul sister joining me tammy starling hey there tammy hey mandy and as always yes 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 absolutely and as always i want to um with big gratitude say hello and a big shout out to producer of finding hope cindy bolero hey there cindy hello Great to be here today and love having Tammy on the show. And I am going to tell you all about her. She's an amazing woman. Tammy Starling is a grief specialist and licensed professional counselor in Nashville, Tennessee. She was in private practice for 22 years, 16 of which she and Counselor Mandy were business partners together in Charlotte, North Carolina. Over the years, Tammy has taught numerous classes on grief, and led many large and small groups around living with loss. Currently, she administers behavioral health grant programs for a large managed care organization in Tennessee. She is the mother of two adult children and has two amazing grandsons. Tammy also serves on the elder board of a new and very progressive Christian church in Nashville called Spiro Day Church. And welcome to the show, Tammy. Thank you so much, Cindy. Great to be here. Well, Tam, I asked you to be on Finding Hope to discuss steps four and five of this process that Chris and I co-created because I think you have such a deep knowledge of both of these steps and, and you're such a phenomenal teacher. And before we jump into them, I I want to say to our listeners again that, you know, friends, I wanted you to have a live companion, a teaching component that you could listen to, you know, an audio companion that you could listen to to support you as you move through um, our book that Chris and I wrote, Tears Are the Source of Your Passion, The Power of Authenticity and Grief that you can find on Amazon and you can find the link on my website as well. What is so important to me is that I want you to feel this huge support. I want you to feel lifted and upheld and I want you to have this information and and knowledge to help you move through your grief and to feel empowered in your passion. So having said that, um, you know, Chris and I, um, co-created this grief model um, back in 2012 that had been really um, percolating for many, many years. And um, 
when when we did that, we then, you know, um, a few years later decided that we wanted to create a book so that people could have this knowledge and have access to it. So the first part of our book is all about the relationship between grief and passion. And the second half of the book is this process that we co-created that is all about supporting you and and empowering you moving through your grief journey. And and it's not, hey, you're going to do these steps one through seven. It's not neat and tidy like that. We know life and grief is not neat and tidy like that. However, it is a process to support you where you can really dig deep and and dig for this knowledge and information, kind of mine the gold through your grief about yourself. So, Tam, let's talk about step four, which is paradox. And out of um, out of all the psychological tools that I have worked with in my adult life and taught my clients, I would have to say this one, man, it's at the it's at the top of the line in terms of an empowering tool. Will you share for yeah. our friends and listeners um, about paradox and and anything you want to say and teach about it sure. in terms of how it's helped you and how it's helped your clients through the years? Sure, sure. I'm I'm so glad to be talking about this today. And and first of all, I just want to say, Mandy, that the book that you and Chris have written along with these podcast episodes are so, so important because it is so easy to feel completely alone in our grief and to have a book that has all this valuable information and to have a podcast to listen to is just really and truly about as supportive as anything can be. So I'm I'm thrilled to be a part of it, and and I just want you know folks out there to know that uh, you know it's the the richness is abundant in in this yeah. this uh, this book and this process and all of these principles. So <clears throat> talking about paradox, wow. Um, for the listeners who don't know me, I am someone who experienced a, a very traumatic loss early in my life. Uh, I am 62 years old today, but when I was 30, my husband at that time, who was only 32, was killed in a car accident uh, just instantly. And I was, I was, I had, we had a three-year-old and then I was pregnant at that time. So, you know, the devastation for me that then ensued in not just, you know, the loss of of my husband, but also in then walking that journey of being a single mother, which so many have done, you know, just that was very overwhelming to me. And it, it felt at times like, you know, there was just, there, there was no way I was going to get through it. I mean, it, it really felt insurmountable at, 
you know, some very key points in time, of course, which which I think is a universal feeling that we all have in, in our losses. You know, we just get to that very deep place where it's difficult to see how am I going to get through this. And along that that time, um, I did get some therapeutic help and joined uh, some experiential therapy groups. And that's where I met Chris Soddy. And he was, he was co-facilitating uh, one of the groups that I joined. And he just one night very briefly spoke about this, you know, principle of paradox, which, you know, talks about how the things that we experience in life and the things that flow in life come with two sides. You know, that it is never all just one or the other. And if, if the, the whole idea of holding principle, uh, or excuse me, holding paradox or um, practicing paradox is not something that we've been taught, which I think is true for lots and lots and lots of folks who are not taught about this principle, you know, then it's very easy to kind of default into a real dualistic um, either or kind of thinking, you know, I'm either wonderfully happy or I'm devastatingly sad. Uh, and the, the, the principle of paradox is that, you know, we can have all of the feelings at the same time and certainly feelings that seem to be uh, in opposition to each other, but they really bring us to a grounded place if we can reach into both sides of those feelings. And the thing that I think about, you know, is in the same way that there are, you know, two sides to a coin. And I think you all mentioned in your book, one of my favorite illustrations, which is, you know, the beauty of a rose, a gorgeous rose that grows in the garden. The beauty is accompanied by many, many sharp and unforgiving thorns. And, you know, the thorns do not take away the beauty and neither does the beauty take away the thorns. You know, they are together just, you know, always. And that's, that's how nature does it. Um, And so when, when we are in these places of deep, deep pain, You know, if we can remember that the reality is that there are also, at the same time, many creative things going on in the world around us. There is also joy, even though it's hard for us to find. It is there. There is love. There is, um, you know... A, a help to us if we can look far enough to see it 
and to reach for it, you know, at the same time. And I think something that was very, very important to me way back when I was in that deep pain was, um, you know, I did not want to feel that pressure to have to smile all the time or to laugh all the time or to, you know, be cheerful when I was with other folks and around um, people. And, and at the same time, I knew, you know, there was joy and there was cheerfulness in the world. There were things to smile about. And, um, you know, I just, I had to hold both at the same time. And actually, the one would help me hold the other and vice versa. And so it, it, it became a, a way of grounding and centering myself, you know, not, not taking away the pain at all, but being able to hold it and also aligning myself with reality and what is real. Yeah, I mean, I think what you're saying about grounding ourselves, that this tool of paradox allows us to do that, that it's not either or, that you don't have to choose. You don't have to be, you know, either happy or sad, that, you know, the human heart, if you will, is advanced enough in fact we feel both and all at the same time and I think why this is so necessary when we're grieving is so we can fully honor the depth of the sorrow and pain that we feel while we also are honoring that you know life life is still existing Life Absolutely. is still occurring. Um, right. I mean, what, that, yeah. Well, I, what, I, what I was going to say is that, that that's, you know, it, it has to be that way in order for me to be authentic yes. with what is going on with me. And, and, and I love what you're saying about, you know, how the, the, each side of the paradox, you know, carves for us this ever-expanding capacity to hold more and to feel more. And in that way, it's, there's a huge link to solidarity with others. You know, yeah. if, if, I, yeah. if I'm willing to go deeply into my pain, then I'm going to be able to see and, and recognize and, and be with you in your pain. Otherwise, I'm going to run when I see that happen. Yeah. Yes, it's so true. It's so true. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to say this to summarize and, and then allow us to move to step five, but that, sure. you know, with with paradox that what we're wanting to support you in is that you're able to access 
both sides of grief and joy and that and that this brings you into your authenticity it helps ground you in the real and brings you more into being able to hear your own authentic heart because both of those rivers of life are always flowing both are sometimes we have to work really hard to find the joy when we're in great pain but this is something that i really want to invite you to practice to have the you know it takes a lot of courage but to ask for the support that you need to um, be able to access this within yourself that you deserve it you deserve it um, so again I mean it's difficult to summarize these steps because they're so rich and and I mean we could talk about them for hours um, and moving on to step five Step five is all about spiritual fortitude. And we were, um, you know, we were very specific within the book to, to not define spiritual fortitude um, specifically for who you should believe in or what you should believe in. That is not the purpose of our book. That is not what, what our book is about. Our book is right. about, in, and this process in step five, helping you to connect with what that means for you. You know, what spiritual fortitude looks like for you and reminding you to access that within yourself. So I, I'm going to read a statement from our book that it's let your own heart spirituality be the sturdy and supportive container of you as you know container of your grief um as you grieve connect with the greater force within you the force that emanates from a well deep in you that is connected to what is beyond the immediate so tam Share with our listeners yeah. what spiritual fortitude in your grief journey has meant for you. Yeah, thank you, Mandy. And it, it, you know, this, this respect for, you know, however a person authentically uh, sees and 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 perceives the spiritual force in the world you know is i mean that's so important so thank you for for mentioning that and you know to me it it it's all about like living from a a, a an understanding and a trust that the spiritual force you know, that I'm connected to is in me and it's alive and it is working with me and through me, um, not just, you know, to experience all of life and be able to weather the storms and that kind of thing, but that it it's going to partner with me to bring forth the gift and to pour out more and more love and and very generous love all around me and 
And I think, you know, I mean, for me, you know, I was at that point in time when this law, this huge loss occurred, I was young and, you know, thought I knew a lot about spirituality and what all that (laughs) meant. And, you know, boy, did it really, you know, challenge me. I mean, that loss really challenged everything Uh, I believed in. Yeah. And it, and it, it took me to a place of asking lots and lots and lots of questions that, you know, I, I never did really get like answers to, although, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I did begin to, you know, trust that, the God that I believed in was with me and was guiding me and aiding me and supporting me and also, you know, rooting me for, you know, the life that was going to come my way as I walked along, you know, in the future too. So there, I think, what I had to really struggle with was, you know, what, how could I bring some meaning to yeah. not just this, not just the loss, but, but experiencing a loss like that in the midst of being a believer and a follower and a spiritual person. It's like, how could this happen to me? Um, when I'm doing everything that I know to do, you know, and so I, I, I do think that, that there are, I mean, and you all, you mentioned some things in, in, in the book, some tools and some ways to, um, you know, access more of that spiritual, uh, presence. And to feel it inside and to, you know, really begin to rely on it. And, and I love that. And I think, you know, most of us can say, you know, that, um, you know, it, it's not, I mean, every single day and every single situation I'm in, I'm not sure that I can say that I feel the presence of God or the presence of the divine. But I have come to learn and to know that I can rely on it and Mm. that, that it is in me and I can, you know, reach for that and I can um, access that in my own way. It, it, you know, of course, may be very different for me than for you or for someone else. But there are some really, um, you know, tactical and and lovely tools. And you you all mentioned, you know, some very creative things uh, to make a collage or to draw or to paint. 
and and to just freely um you know be open and receptive to the sacred and into yeah. that divine energy and i think that's hugely important i i, I also i remember for myself <laughs> my children were maybe beginning their teenage years and and i remember gathering some large smooth river rocks and and building an altar outside my house you know kind of mm-hmm. I built it kind of into the berm into to the, mm-hmm. the hillside that was behind me and I could go there and I could light candles and I could pray I could meditate I could um you know just be with something that was meaningful to me. And, and that's what I would say to people, you know, create your space that will allow you to be in touch with that presence that lives in all of us. And, you know, connecting to that and connecting to the like epic historical struggle as we call it you know this evolutionary struggle Mm -hmm. of the planet and life and human beings and the animals and all the steps that have been taken um to free us all from the forces of oppression all along the way now there's still plenty of forces of oppression out there but you know it's 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 something that i look for is to see this spiritual fortitude in others who've gone before me yeah and and i find that very encouraging very helpful you and i are lovers of joan of arc and we, yes. you know, have have really sunk deeply into that story to to bring those gifts out, and and there are so many stories like that through history. Um, so I mean, these these are just some ways that that you know, connecting with that um, that alive sacredness inside of me yeah can really really bring some some stability and some endurance you know because yeah these big losses are not like a bounce back kind of thing you know we don't bounce back from those right we we endure and we learn and we grow and we deepen and expand who we are and how we connect to the sacred and how we connect to the world. That's powerful. I want to say, Tim, I know we have to begin to close and I want to say that in, in, create you're reminding me about the things that you're sharing you know the importance of why chris and i included step five in in this 
process the you know the steps towards the power of grief and hope mm-hmm. because we we wanted it to be authentic and we wanted it to have depth and from our own yeah. lives and from knowing and and working with you and and with others within our community and and then you know throughout examples of history like your your citing and through the great religious and philosophical teachings um, mm-hmm. and what we experience in our own lives is that, you know, I can say spiritual fortitude is what has given me hope. And, yeah. and, you know, in very dark times when I felt afraid and so really encouraging you, the, the listener, you know, to sink down and to listen to that, that voice within yourself and connect with those belief systems, whatever they are, whatever they may be for you to give you something to grab a hold of. Because it's, as you said, this isn't, you know, we're, we're talking about big losses where we don't just bounce back, but what are some of the things that can help us feel empowered and and move through and and these types of losses we are not meant to carry on our own we're not meant to carry them on our own we need the larger you know the larger connection to the divine or however you view your own spirituality as well Mm -hmm. as with the community around you so my hope is that yeah, yeah. My my hope is that for you, what Tammy has shared, it's going to encourage you to um, really think about these ideas around paradox, around spiritual fortitude, and you know to really lean on the book to to gather um, gather your um, support in in loving yourself through your authentic grief journey and helping to engage your own passion. Um, so, Tam, thanks so much for your time and for sharing your your, sto- your beautiful, incredible, whoo, man, powerful story, and to share your wise Thank heart. You. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you and, so much. I appreciate you having from- me, and it's always a joy, Mandy. Thank you, Tam. Thank you, thank you. And you guys, I want to remind you, again, you can find the book on Amazon. You can find me on Instagram at Counselor Mandy. It would be awesome if you would review this episode. And we will see you next time on Finding Hope.